Hello, hello, it's Nadine here, and I'm here with this week's episode, mini episode, of Life, Health and the Universe. And I had thought that my book reviews were over, but this has actually sprung to my mind recently. It's a book I read um, over the last little while. And the reason that it's come to the forefront of my mind and why I wanted to share it with you is because... um, I guess because of the time of life that I'm in, heading towards my 50s and in the thick of perimenopause, um, I've seen other people, other women on social media recently sharing their stories about their experiences with um, generally uh, not very favorable experiences during perimenopause. And I believe that this is one thing that can totally get overlooked when it comes to taking care of our bodies and what's going on with our hormones. Now, I am absolutely not in any way discounting the fact that hundreds of thousands of women have some really awful experiences when they're going through uh, perimenopause. Um, I do at this stage, just want to refer you to a great episode that I um, recorded back um, right at the beginning of this podcast, season two, episode one with Angela Council, uh, which was all about thriving in menopause and how we can combat the symptoms associated with menopause naturally um, through um, our lifestyle and our nutrition. So please go back and listen to that if you haven't, because um, she's got some really um, uh, insightful stuff there. Um, And it's a great conversation. She's great having a chat. But this is one thing. And so as as I wanted to say, I don't want to discount anyone's experience. And I can imagine, can only begin to imagine that if the symptoms that someone is experiencing are bad enough. Um, You know, sleepless nights, night sweats, hot flushes, palpitations, um, brain fog, um, sore joints, all of these things, if they are adding up, I can completely understand why someone um, would seek help. Okay. But I do think that there are things, and it's not anyone's fault, it's just uh, kind of an observation of where we are at societally. Um, I do think that there are things that get overlooked or that we don't even know about. That's the thing. We don't even know about them. And that is why I wanted to share this book with you. It's a pretty quick book to read if it um, is something that you're interested in, but it is a massive eye-opener. So now we've rattled on a bit. The book is called The Case Against Fragrance. It's written by an author called Kate Grenville, who I believe is um, a fictional author as well, but she was compelled to write this book due to her experiences with um, having very bad sensitivity to fragrance. She went down some rabbit holes um, when she was trying to figure out what it was that was going wrong. And she came up with some really interesting stuff. 
I'm going to take a moment to just read uh, an intro of the book. So here goes. Like perhaps a quarter of the population, Grenville reacts badly to the artificial fragrances around us, other people's perfumes and all those scented cosmetics, cleaning products and air fresheners. On a book tour in 2015, dogged by ill health, she started wondering what's in fragrance. Who tests it for safety? What does it actually do to people? The more Grenville investigated, the more she felt this was a story that should be told. The chemicals in fragrance can be linked not only to short-term problems like headaches and asthma, but to long-term ones like hormone disruption and cancer. Yet products can be released onto the market without testing. They're regulated only by the same people who make and sell them. And the ingredients don't even have to be named on the label. This is a book based on careful research into the science of scent and the power of the fragrance industry. But as you'd expect from an acclaimed novelist, it's also accessible and personal. The Case Against Fragrance will make you see and smell the world differently. And wow, what an eye-opener this is. And I think for many of us, right, or probably for the vast majority of us, um, if we don't have an allergic reaction to um, artificial fragrance, then we probably think that there's nothing wrong with it like even if we don't purchase it. However, artificial fragrances can be found in so many different products. We've got air fresheners, cleaning sprays, toilet, you know, toilet cleaners, body lotions, face creams, makeup, you name it. There's fragrances added to so many things. Dishwashing liquid, washing powder, laundry, um, laundry soaps, tumble dryer sheets, just the list goes on and on. Fragrance is everywhere. And you, so you don't actually have to be wearing fragrance um, to be exposed to fragrance. And as the introduction to this book mentioned, one of the things that happens with fragrance is that it can be a hormone disruptor. Now, if you think about it, if we're being exposed to all of these different fragrances, which are essentially toxins, in our bodies, it's going to have the potential to disrupt our hormones and get us out of balance. Not only do fragrances do that, but toxins in our food or the way that food's grown can, can also have that negative impact on our bodies because our body is already stressed because it's trying to process these toxins out of our system and it just doesn't have the capability to... Um, do it all. And lucky for us, the hormones are the thing that can get um, thrown out of whack. So there, what can I do about this <laughs> is a big question. And how do I know whether fragrance is affecting me or not? I like, seriously, get your hands on this book if this is something that interests you even a little bit, because there's some, there are some, um, there has been research that's shown, for example, the, um, there was a, I think it was a factory that was producing a particular product. 
and they had, um, you know, their, their, their water that they were using was getting washed into a river and they studied the fish in the river and the fish, the fish's reproductive system beca- began to mutate when it had high exposure to these um, particular, this particular fragrance. Um, they also have shown that um, if you, uh, with blood tests, right, if you've been exposed to particular types of fragrance, our bodies don't get rid of it. It builds up in our systems. And people who have um, had prolonged exposure to things like laundry detergent with particular types of products in them have these things still in their system um, long term. So it's a big deal. It's not something that we're told about a lot. And in fact, we could potentially be um, told that we're overreacting if we said that we thought that that was potentially, well, potentially, I'm using that word a bit, um, that we're overreacting if we think that that might be contributing towards an imbalance in hormones or poor health in general. But it's a real thing. Now, as I said, what can we do? (laughs) There is this amazing website uh, called EWG, ewg ewg.org. And you can basically go into their website and you can find products that have been approved by them and products. You can uh, search for thousands, through thousands and thousands of products to find out whether what you're using um, is safe or if there are any health concerns. Now, I'm going along the lines of the um, laundry detergent, but I went in there and had a look and just found a, I'm not going to mention the brand, but just a um, tumble dryer sheet. You know that you, one of those sheets that makes your laundry smell like meadows. What's it say? Meadows and flowers um, or meadows and sunshine. Uh, So this has a rating of D. So it goes through a full rating. D isn't the worst. It can go all the way to F. So it does give you more favorable ones as well. But let me read you some concerns. Moderate concern. Some concern. Oh, moderate concern for respiratory effects. Some concern. Developmental endocrine reproductive nervous system immune system effects with non-specific ingredients. I just want to draw your attention to that endocrine reproductive effects. It's showing up as having an impact on our hormones. Now, I found another one. I just wanted two examples of an air freshener, an aerosol freshener, sparkling citrus, uh, let me have a look. Uh, where does it say? Moderate concern, acute aquatic toxicity, some concern, general systematic, oh, sorry, systemic organ effects, developmental endocrine reproductive effects, damage to vision. 
So they're just two examples of what we are being exposed to uh, often on a daily basis. As I said, the EWG is a guide to healthy cleaning. It, um, it gives you a, a guide so that you can um, find out whether the products you're using are favorable or less than favorable. And I just felt today compelled to share that with you and the book, The Case Against Fragrance, because as women, when we're experiencing um, symptoms associated with menopause, which I, I love, that's what Angela Council, who I interviewed um, back season two, episode one, she calls them symptoms associated with menopause. They aren't caused by menopause. Um, you know, we're told to suck it up or we, um, yeah, we live through the experience or we are um, prescribed medications, which, as I said, I don't deny some people probably really feel they need and get some great um, instant relief from them. However, there are things in our environment and in our lifestyle that are contributing to an imbalance in our hormones. And we do have the power when we know these things to make changes, make choices that are going to be more favorable for us and our health, and hopefully uh, mean that we'll uh, experience less negative effects um, from the symptoms of hormonal imbalances, whether we're in um, our midlife, whether we're in our younger years and we're trying to conceive, um, yeah, wherever we're, whether we're just, you know, going through our um, menstruating years and we have bad periods, you know, we're having a bad experience. These are some of the things that can have an impact but we do have the power and the information to explore how we can help to minimize those things. Rant over, enjoy the book, The Case Against Fragrance. It's um, uh, really a great eye-opener, an easy read, and I highly, highly recommend it. Thanks for listening.